Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's topic is the freight marketplace with my friend, Dave Maddox. How's it going, Dave? Super, Joe. Appreciate your time. Look forward to uh, talking a little bit about that freight marketplace. Yes, yes, yes. We were... Before we hit record, we were uh, talking a lot about uh, Dave's got a fantastic background. We'll get into that in just a minute. But Dave, before we get started, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from today. Thank you. I'm currently in uh, beautiful, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona at our corporate office up here for meetings this week. So uh, thank you. I am the vice president of enterprise sales for Emerge and been with the company uh, 50 plus days. So started January 24th, exciting to, to be part of this team and uh, bring my 39 years of, of experience, 18 years in ops, working for various shippers, uh, in charge of distribution, transportation, both domestically and globally, and then got into the sales side of the business. I remember after leaving um, a a company back in, uh, in the nineties and they, and I talked to a friend, they said, you ever thought about being in sales? So you got the gift for the gab. And I said, I, said, I, I haven't, but uh, it's been a great journey the last 21 years on the sales side because I understand the operations. So I noticed, I can't help but notice that Emerge has been hiring like crazy. So I know you guys got another venture capital round and full speed ahead on growing, right? Full speed ahead for sure. There, there's a, uh, seems like a new class of people that are coming on board weekly. I think we're up over 300 people now that are working for the company. So we absolutely are, but we need we need that breadth of uh, both on the development side and on the sales side and on the operational side to be able to, to be able to take care of our customers that we're bringing on board. Well, how much how much freight are you guys managing now? We're over a billion dollars a month of freight <laughs> moving to the tool. And you know that that's interesting because you got to have a robust tool that works when you're and you got to think about how much you're growing to make sure that your customers that are getting in the tool that there's no lag time that they're able to get the responsiveness uh, that they need. So it's uh, and it's there. It's cool, right? So we'll get to this freight marketplace. But they, when you speak to a smart marketplace, Amazon's a marketplace, eBay's a marketplace. You guys are developing a freight marketplace, and I think this is it is different because there's a tech there's a tech thinking that you have to have because to your point. If you develop your system and say, yeah, we, we're going to grow, we expect to be 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, you, and that's how most logistics companies grow, right? <laughs> they grow as rapidly as Emerge has. And by the way, we'll get to why that's happening in a minute. But uh, to grow like that, you really have to think, you know, what are we going to be at in a year? And based on the growth already, but that's the, that's the business model. The business model is dependent. We'll get to that. We'll get to that when we talk about the marketplace. And uh, when I said that's a you know we got a billion dollars worth of freight spend moving through our tools, both our our freight procurement tool, uh, RFP tool platform, and our spot tool, we want to be at twenty billion freight spend by the end of the year. And so we've got some a lot of legs that uh, that have to be in place and 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 consistency and everybody being on the same page. We are definitely a technology company, a freight procurement technology company. So you started to touch on your background. Where, first off, where did you grow up? Where'd you go to school? It must have been like, I'm guessing you've been working 39 years. You started at 10. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. where, where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, Plano to be exact. And Plano back in 1973, when we moved there from Southern Texas, only had 45,000 people. And today I think they're over a half a million people. So the Dallas-Fort Worth area is a is a, it's very explosive, continues to be a, 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 a group, an area that uh, brings a lot of corporate headquarters in, Toyota, Liberty Mutual. The list continues to go on and on. I have a sister that still lives down there. But I spent my uh, most of my uh, young adolescent days in, in, the, in the North Texas area and then uh, played golf in college and got my uh, bachelor uh, uh, BS degree with a minor. You are a sales guy. <laughs> Right, exactly. Uh, in Lawton, Oklahoma at Cameron University and graduated there in, in 1983 and started my journey making $5.50 an hour with a degree in 1983 in June of 1983 in the warehouse. 
Yeah. Oh, well, so, see, I'll tell you what. I, I have a daughter, and I remember between in, between semesters or between, over her summer break, I'm sure you've probably heard some of this at your house. She said, well, there's only six weeks left before college starts. No sense getting a job. And we're like, well, I think you could work for six weeks somewhere. And she, she says, the only thing that seems to be hiring is factory. I said, that's perfect. She goes, well, I don't want to work in a factory. I said, you want to work in a factory for six weeks. You don't want to do it for a long time. And sure enough, when she got out of school, she ended up in procurement. So I always think procurement supporting a factory. So I always think working in a warehouse, working in a factory, that's where you should start because you get to see it all. And you should also have to work in food service. <laughs> yeah. And I actually worked in food service too. I worked at White Swan Food Service and I was over transportation and I had uh, 60 Teamster drivers that, that worked for me. And so I think you made a good point. And, and I, it's, it's so refreshing for me when I meet shippers to be able to tell them my background because I understand the chairs they sit in. I understand the P&L challenges that they have to be able to execute their business because I've lived that. Even though there's been so much more automation and different technology that's been driven into the business, but still there's the day-to-day blocking and tackling that takes place and execution of a team and, and raw, raw, raw in that team. And, and I've been part of that and, and understand that. Yeah. The hard, the hard part isn't our technologies. The hard part is getting that load ready. (laughs) That'll never change. Yes. So, so tell us, give us a, give us some of your career highlights before you joined Emerge. Yeah. So I spent the last four years worked for Envision Global, which is a a supply chain technology organization, global organization selling their transportation management system, as well as their freight audit and pay services with offices in seven countries. So I traveled globally, had folks that worked for me around, around the globe. So did that for the last four years, a great organization, difficult decision to, to make the move over to Emerge. Prior to that, I worked for um, several different trucking companies. And then I worked uh, kind of a midstream in between that from 08 to 2014 uh, for Transplace. And that's where I met George Abernathy, our president here. Uh, ah, yeah. And so that's where the connectivity was. So I sold uh, the TMS and, and the other brokerage services for uh, Transplace back in 08 to 2014. And, and he told me about the great things that are happening to Emerge. And here I sit today. Yeah. And by the way, didn't Transplace, they, they just got bought by Uber Freight. Uber Freight. Boy, oh boy, who would have thought that? I mean, that's unbelievable. Be two behemoths. So Agreed. And besides knowing old old George, what uh, drew you to Emerge? I mean, you have options. You've uh, you've been there, done that, got the hat. Why why Emerge of all the places you could have gone? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that that attracted me to the Emerge team was the team. The folks on the team are all freight minded um, individuals that come from the freight industry, and they've built not. 80 tools or six tools, but a couple tools. So, so they've kind of, they've laser focused where they feel like from a technology aspect that shippers and carriers can come and be able to long-term have an intuitive product to be able to drive their procurement process, to be able to match their freight to carriers. And so it just, it was simplistic, but, but, but very technical minded freight minded folks and it uh, it was it just made sense yep and i'm going to give my my layman's view of what emerge does and then i want to hear you say what emerge does so i think what emerge created is a procurement tool that allows shippers to we've always reached out to our carriers and said you know as a shipper also the brokers do it but shippers will send out emails to a whole bunch of companies and say give me your rates Right. I, here's here's my lanes. I'm going to send you this Excel spreadsheet. You fill it in, and that's the way we work. And unfortunately, it's a clunky system. It's a cumbersome system. And you do that once a year. You get out, you go out for rates, and you go, all right. I'm working with eight carriers and two brokers, and I sent them all this information, and all those you know half the emails bounce. And I always joke that every carrier rep, everybody who called you during the year, you take his number down and get his email, and then you put him on that list. And you put them on that list. You might only move in Southern California. You might only have New York loads, but it doesn't matter. You put them on there <laughs> and he doesn't, doesn't respond or emails bounce. And it's a, it's a bad way to do business because if you're on the carrier end of it, you get that and you go, why well, I get it? Yeah. 
They're just market testing against their incumbents. This is nonsense. They don't want a relationship with me. I want good shipper freight, and they are showing me that they don't they don't value me. They're putting they, they want to they just want to pick based on price. And if and if you're the shipper, you don't feel particularly good about it because you're like, there's no service element to this. I just there's no I don't know who, if I'm getting world class or the worst, right? I just send emails out and I got prices back from about half and. And I've heard from people that there's bid fatigue from the carriers. They're just like enough already. And I worked for a carrier for a short time. That gets old because everybody and their brother says, oh, we'll make you part of our network. And what I learned is I don't want to be part of your network. I want freight. I'll be in your network after you commit to me that I'm getting some freight. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> and so it's, so it's very clunky. So what do you guys do? And um, and then we'll get into some of the shipper problems that we see out there and some of the carry problems. So Yeah, that, that, and it, you just got my mind joggled all the things, uh, you know, that that we do. Well, we started on the truckload side of the business. There's $800 billion of freight spend that shippers have in the United States that they're needing to get covered. So we said truckload is... That mode is the best mode to start. Now, it could be van, it could be flatbed, it could be reefer, but truckload is where there's a lot of freight spin that needs help. And so you're right. There's so, so many shippers today that are making that phone call, seeing that in email, or they're using an Excel spreadsheet to send all these lanes out, right? And they're just hoping to get some kind of stickiness. But you're right. I The carrier that gets those they may only have trucks in the Northeast and half the lanes are out in the West or they're in the Southwest. So I'm not going to look at this or I sold for, I was a sales guy for truckload carriers for, for several years. And I participated in many, many, many bids, many bids that came through a technology a tool somewhat similar to ours, but they weren't, it wasn't really a good freight tool. And when they ran it, they ran multiple rounds. What I mean is, is they said, all right, here, carriers, give me your best rates. But by the way, this is going to be a three round because we're going to we're going to pare it down from 100 to 50 carriers to 25 carriers in the third round. If you're a truckload company or and you want to submit rates, you're probably not going to, you know, you want to make it to the third round, but you're not going to give your best rate right out of the gate. And then when you get the third round, these things could last for Joe. They could last for. 90 days before it was finally over. So it was time consuming. And so what Emerge does is they've developed a tool that can be, that can allow shippers to submit lanes in a procurement. We call it reinventing freight procurement. And so you can send your contractual lanes out, not just annually, like you said, so many just send it out at the end of the fourth quarter, starts January 1st. By the way, I'll, I'll see it again the next year, but during that year, their freight's changing all the time. And and, and there's no contracts because contracts aren't worth anything that they sign anyway. So they send something out. Somebody says, I can do it for $2 a mile, but the disruption that's happened, that's gone up to $5 a mile. And they say, if you want me to still haul it, I need $5. And so that bid that took place really was just a piece of paper. It didn't really mean anything. We're now we are seeing so many of our customers use the tool because it's so easy and intuitive to run bids more often. They may run them every four weeks. They may run a produce bid. They may run a project bid. They may run it every quarter, every half year or annual. And so it gives them that opportunity to utilize the tool more often. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons, and I've heard, I've heard people say this, it takes a month, it takes six weeks to do that annual bid. And it's painful because you're not doing your normal business. You're not moving freight. You're just sending emails out and you might try and do some Zoom calls with people, but it's, you're not, it's, it's not a relationship. Have, these people don't have the labor, Joe, to be able to, to manage that and execute upon that. And so our tool allows you to then put those carries in that you know are bucketized in different areas of the country. So these lanes, I want these folks to be have visibility so they're not all getting the same information. And then when it comes back, the tool allows you to run scenarios and say, do I want it to be all asset-based, non-asset-based? And, and it has a real-time function. As the bid's taking place, the carriers can see where they are during the bid so shippers don't need to do three rounds. One round and done. Let's get yeah. it locked in. 
Well, that there's another aspect to it, which is that all or nothing once a year, right? So when I say once a year, so we're right, we're recording this on St. Patrick's Day, 2022. I like to think we're getting past COVID, although I heard China is having a real little reemergence. But Dave, you've been there, done that, got the hat. If you were in a, at a trucking company right now, which you could easily be at, and I said, Dave, where are we going to be? I want you to commit to rates for the next year. You'd be like, Joe, please come on. Like we, we're going to have to have a back and forth. I just, I don't know. I'm not being evasive. I'm not being a sales guy. I'm just being real. And the problem is you're in a trick bag as the carrier where you say, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to move every freight, every piece of freight for the rate I give them. So I got to go really high because I don't know what's happening. Or I'm going to play the other game, which is, I'm going to be really low and everyone's going to call me and say, hey, Dave, move my freight. And you go, I can't move it for that $2 a mile anymore. I can move it for four. That's right. And by the way, I've heard people tell me, carriers lately say, if you want to play that game, I'll play that game. I'll give you the low rate if that's all that you care about. But I think more and more good carriers are saying enough already. I don't want to play this silly game. Uh, get me out of this trick bag. And I, me as a shipper, I can say this. I'm a, I'm an automotive guy originally. Automotive people. We want strategic relationships. I got to get the right price. We have a budget, of course, but I want to work with somebody for the long term. And that back and forth and those annual bids, that is to me is, that's like, that's a ridiculous way to begin a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. And so allowing our customers to be able to use the tool more frequently to have those communications not on phone, not email, not send an Excel spreadsheet, but run the bids more often. Now, if I'm a carrier, I'm going, well, gosh, you're doing it quarterly. So I thought I was locked in for a year. There still can be that lock in, but you're protecting yourself as as the peaks and valleys take place as a shipper to be able to run bids more often. And maybe you don't take all my lanes and run them. Maybe I'm just taking the Southwest because there's been a spike in rates and my acceptance and, and, and the execution of my carriers has gone really bad. So I just want to take those lanes, go back out to bid. Maybe I have to pay a little bit more because my acceptance is terrible, but at least I'm going to get locked in better contractually. And then we have a tool that's a spot tool. So if I've got so many lanes that are not being accepted, now you can put it into more of a, all right, let's send these out. Let's get them executed. And then I can tender through it. And I can get track and trace through it if I don't have a TMS. And then on the on the on the platform side, those contractual bids that you run, however often you run them, we can have an API and integrate. We already have one with MercuryGate. Integrate to your TMS to be able to take what you contractually have and be able to get that routing guide uploaded in your TMS so you can execute upon it. Right. And by the way, you mentioned TMS a few times. So one of the things that I actually I just was talking to. Uh, Don Salvucci Favier over at Green Screens. And she worked for many years at a lot of these transportation management systems, as have you. And she said, you know, you're always trying to get the old way. The old way of doing business was I'm going to have best in class functionality for every one of the steps of this transportation management system, the process, right? But we don't think that way anymore. Now we look at that TMS as a framework where I can plug in and integrate with best in class options. So yes. previous previous to emerge, I could say I'm going to bring in a procurement platform, and they're out there, but they're not made for freight. And freight is different. So by the way, you might also say I'm going to use some. Di- I'm, I'm going to use all sorts of different integrations. I might integrate with Project 44, Parade, whatever I might be want to integrate with. But you're going to want to integrate with an Emerge type tool. And by the way, when I say like Emerge, there is nothing else that no. is a procurement we are, platform. We're the only freight platform that, that allows you to be that layer that you're talking about that can integrate to the TMS like other track and trace type tools that go that can be plugged in. So we are that freight procurement plug-in. And one of the things that we're doing is you need to have a whatever you're plugging in, it needs, to have, it needs to be refreshed. And what I mean by refreshed is it needs to have updates. We're updating every two weeks. We've got developers all over the world, some in Ukraine that we're protecting and making sure that they're, they're, they're safe and their families are safe. 
But that update that takes place, the coolness of it is if you're on the tool and you're executing on the tool or procurement bid or whatever you're doing, anytime there's an update, it's going to pop up box and be able to tell you what that is. And you can start using that today. You need to always, what are you doing? What's the, what you need to refresh your business? What have you done for me lately? Is it something I always remember in my past? You got to continue to better yourself. And what we do is we listen to the customers and they go, man, if you had this little tool or this little button or this layer. Uh, and so we listen. And if it makes sense, we'll develop it. And so emerges started in 2017 and where we were in 2017 to what the system looks like today and how it acts and behaves today is like a turtle to a rabbit. I mean, it's just this, it's a light speed, but you gotta, you gotta be nimble like that. You gotta be able to be ever changing. And I think that's another cool thing while I'm here is to see how nimble it is, how intuitive it is and how it's continuing to change all the time based on what we're hearing it needs. Yep. So let's talk about how that freight marketplace works for both shippers and for carriers. So this is the marketplace that's connecting shippers and carriers. So talk about how, how it works and what, by the way, as part of that, talk a little bit about some of the shipper problems that are happening and some of the carrier problems that are happening and how, what you guys are doing solves those problems. Yeah, well, let's start today. Talk. I mean, let's first start talking about the, the shipper side. Rates are not going down. We are seeing some capacity getting a little bit better in certain areas of the United States. And one of the things that's cool about us is we tap in to make sure that you're getting the most updated data. We have information from Freightways. We have information from DAP. We have information from Truck Stop. Other things. And plus the data that we have, if we got a billion dollars worth of freight spend coming through, we understand where things are from a rate aspect. And that's kind of going to be our future in terms of having a benchmarking tool to be able to help our customers understand not just all their business, but down to the lane level where they are to market. And that's going to be really, really important as they grow. But capacity still tight in areas, rates, the fuel is crazy. So when people say, how do you get your rate today? Is it all inclusive of fuel? I think you need to bucketize that. You need to have a freight rate and you need to have a fuel and probably assessorals. When you have it all in there, there's too much variation because if I'm a carrier and, you're, and I'm going to give you an all-in rate, I got to hedge on what my fuel needs to be. And right now, fuel could be $4 a gallon or it could be $10. Right. So most shippers have a fuel surcharge table of some sort that is applied separately from just a freight rate. So I think it's important for, for shippers to have that, but the, just the pure disruption, it can, you know, what things what's happening overseas is going to continue probably to put, to put pressure on the cost of imports that are coming into the United States. Drayage capacity is still a mess. The amount of drivers are, isn't growing in the United States. So the things that we've heard, it's just a repetitive story. And so having technology to be able to drive the shipper side and then people in the shippers just don't have a lot of, of folks to hire because they can't, we can't even find people to do any kind of work hardly right now. So much less hiring people to be able to execute those supply chain functions continues to be tough and people are moving from job to job and remote is, is made it decentralized instead of centralized. And so everybody being on the same page, you need some technology to be able to drive it. I think that's why we're so successful. We have people all over the world that are doing our business. And I think we'll be more global in the future. So that's really the, the shipper side. It, it's continued to be disruptive and Hey, I need some kind of technology to be able to drive my bigger. And basically they're looking for capacity and you guys have a marketplace full of shippers. I mean, full of carriers, right? Yeah. And, and that's, a, that's another good point. So if I'm a shipper, why do I want to come to emerge? First of all, that's a tool. It's a procurement tool that I can use. That's quick. It's intuitive. I, and 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 I know you guys have a lot of other shippers that may be very alike to my business, and so it, it's going to allow Emerge to be able to understand the data for so many others to see how I compare to others long term, as I talked about on the benchmarking side. And then, yes, hey, I'm a shipper. I've got my carriers. I like them. They, for the most part, may handle my business. I'm going to use your tool to be able to contractually build a better relationship and conduit with them. But hey, I want some. I want some more carriers. Hey, Emerge, do you have more carriers? And I think when I say what Emerge is, we're a place for shippers and carriers to come. 
So why are cares come to us? Well, I have a billion dollars worth of freight spirit that's coming through a tool and I hear that as a carrier, I may have all the freight I need right now and it may be paying me good dollars, but in the future, I got to be thinking about, is it the right freight? Do I have the right shipper of choice freight? Do, do, I, do I have a good channel to be able to get to that freight and have visibility of that freight? Hey, I need to reduce my deadhead miles. I need to get my drivers home more often. Hey, I've got, I'm a private fleet and, I, and, and I'm hauling this freight out and I'm a Walmart or I'm a Kroger or whatever. I've got all these trucks I need to backhaul. How can I find freight? We are a great place to be able to go and be vetted through our marketplace, which is our brokerage arm, to be able to get visibility of that freight and be able to bid on that freight. Yep. So if I'm a shipper, I can bring, I got, let's just say I'm working with eight, nine carriers and I got a few brokers. I can bring my stuff right now. So I'm going to do, a, a, I do an annual bid. I come over to, I bring this over to um, Emerge. I can use the system for free because I'm a shipper and all my carriers, you're not going to charge them anything there. So, cause I brought them, they're mine. Add, add them to the event. And now you've made it easy. So I could do, I probably, and I think I heard this from uh, uh, somebody on from Emerge is that you guys are now, when people come to Emerge, it's so easy to do uh, RFPs that they're doing a lot more of them. So they might do them monthly or quarterly or based on projects. And those are all free as long as I'm using my existing carriers. And the cool thing about it is because this is a marketplace, there are other carriers that might've come with somebody else who say, I'm also interested in those lanes. And you look and go, oh, maybe maybe I'm looking for options. Maybe maybe I'm growing and I need more carriers. Maybe one of my carriers is spotty. Now all of a sudden I go, now I have options. Now I do. How, have how, would, you like have, how would you like to have thirty five thousand additional options? And we're growing those because of those carriers more and more are pinging us. But they may say, uh, we hear that you guys have got, I don't know, Anheuser Busch using your tool. Uh, we want to we want to talk to Anheuser Busch. We will give you visibility of their freight, but you're going to be a marketplace carrier for us and you'll be paid by us and you'll execute the business and be managed by us and we'll tender it to you and make sure that you pick it up on time, make sure you deliver and answer all the questions that you got. But boy, AB is going to be happy because now we've got maybe an additional carrier that they didn't know about that's working through Marketplace to be able to drive a, drive a better uh, long-term effect for them. That they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have had before because maybe they were pounding the phone and calling them directly, but they weren't taking the phone call. That's one of the problems carriers have. I mean, carriers they're they're not always big fat margin business, right? So they are looking for the ability to get good shipper freight. The challenge, I think, is they don't have infinite uh, sales capacity. So to reach to somebody like, uh, as you mentioned, Budweiser, when you say every broker in town is calling Budweiser. <laughs> and every carrier in town. So you might never get through, but what Budweiser does stuff on Emerge's marketplace. So now me as a carrier, I have that opportunity and Emerge isn't adding a big bite to it, are they? They aren't adding a big, because that's another thing. I think remember this from carriers also is like, I want good shipper freight because I'm tired of brokers adding $1,000 to my price and telling me I got to lower mine, right? <laughs> Yeah, and so what we, we, what we tell our shippers, if you use our marketplace, we're going to price it competitively because we now understand what the market's bearing during that bid to be able to price it competitively. So it's our job to go out and find and work with the carriers that are now coming to us and building our carrier base to be able to get to that competitive point. And if we can't, we can't. But, but our goal is to be able to be competitive. We'll put a 10% margin on that rate, whatever, we, whatever that competitive rate is. They're seeing our margins in that to be able to, to uh, drive and grow their business. And, and the ultimate effect is get a carrier that's going to service it and be in competitive, very competitive rate aspect for their business to be able to watch the freight spin. Yeah. And this is similar to, I mean, there's, when we talk about a mar freight marketplace, Amazon is a marketplace, right? So when you think about what Amazon does is when, when I buy something from Amazon, I can say, well, I just bought this sweater. I bought it from Amazon, but they're really the, the people who benefited also wasn't was the sweater maker, right? But what's cool? Why why do people buy on Amazon? Because they have everything. Yeah, right? great great point. And I and I and I would say that Emerge is the Amazon of freight procurement. 
So it's there for the shippers to be able to utilize the tool to be able to get and procure their freight. And then for those carriers to be able to get better freight for them to be able to manage their business better. We are that we are that Amazon of the freight procurement world. And there is a network effect. The more shippers you get, the more carriers want to be on your on your platform. And the more carriers you have, the more shippers, you know, and God knows I don't want to be inappropriate here, but it's almost like having ladies night at a bar, you know, where you say ladies drink for free. What does that do? It brings the fellas, right? Because <laughs> and they're the ones who are going to be drinking anyway. So, so it, it's it, in a very appropriate way. It's almost that same mentality as like you know when you say it's it's free for shippers to use. So lots of shippers just use this, and they said the carriers I've been working with for years, I don't have to get rid of them. I just have a cool tool to use for them, and if by chance I see an opportunity to upgrade, an opportunity to supplement what I have with some of the the carriers in an emerges marketplace. Cool. Yeah. And however, Joe, we've got some shippers that are fairly large or feel very comfortable with their network partners. And they're, you know, I'm not right now. I'm okay. I, but I, golly, I need a better, I need a better mousetrap. I need a better tool to be able to procure my freight because I'm sending Excel spreadsheet or I've got my people calling or sending an email out. Is there any kind of way you can help me? Yep. We've got a tool. It's free. Use it. Well, how are you guys monetize? If you're not using that other side, what are you doing? We're collecting data. We're going to be able to build other things as in benchmarking and other things to be able to work with you and be the supply chain company of choice to be able to assist you as you as you make your way and you make your journey into better freight spin and better better mousetrap of capacity. And so utilize the tool, see how cool it is. And, and, and then if you're probably scratching your head going, yeah, okay, I, I'm still over my budget on my freight spin because costs are just continuing to go up. But so why wouldn't you want a 35,000 other carriers to potentially see if you could drive your freight spin down and make sure that so you've got that other opportunity to do so? Yep. And, and it works both ways. So it, when, you expose, when you expose these carriers and they say, damn, I've been moving that lane for uh, – I've been moving that lane for $2,800 and these guys are paying four grand for it. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade my shipper. And conversely, shippers get there. And this is the this is the joy of a marketplace. You start to see what the prices are and you're able to- And our, and our verticals are everywhere. I mean, we've got you know liquid to bulk items. It, it's it's everywhere. But I think what you're going to see is we put more and more and we're, we're, we're targeting toward $20 billion of freight spend by the end of the year. We're probably going to have every vertical there is, and there's going to be so much data regarding multiple shippers in that vertical that's going to be able to help our customers understand their business better and where they need to play in the market because of where they are either lower or higher in the market. Hey, I need to run my bid more, you know, more often or less often. I need to I need to do it in the Southwest more often, things of that nature. We're going to have all that information and we're building and we're building that strategic account management group. That's really going to work hand in hand with our customers long term to be able to have those QBRs and those one on ones based on the data to be able to then drive the business. That's going to be that's what it's going to be get really cool. Yeah. Well, what do you say? There's eight hundred billion dollars worth of freight and you guys will have 20 billion. So it's five percent of the market. Is that about right? Yeah. And, and I mentioned truckload. And so we felt like that was the first place to start. We're going to expand. We're going to move into air freight. We're going to move into LTL. We currently already have a partner with uh, on the drage side with EDRA. And so we're seeing customers out there, shippers out there that are having pain points being able to get freight from port to their distribution centers because they can't find a truck to be able to power it. And so partnering with uh, a partner that we have, EDRA, to be able to drive using the procurement tool to send out those lanes port to DC and then them being able to have their relationships with those drayage carriers to be able to now, Oh, that's great freight. I'm interested in that submit the rate. And then the shipper in that EDRA, I mean that EDRA partner that EDRA brought to the table get connected. And now we're having a better solution versus what's happening today too. So that's, that's another cool channel partners that we're, uh, that we're expanding with as well. Yeah, I, I should have said that. You guys will have by the end of the year 2% of freight and just still and still growing like a weed. But I used to work at a 3PL. And we would go to a shipper and say, hey, let us, let us manage your freight. We're going to save you money, blah, blah, blah. And usually no one would come to me if I said, hey, I'll just, 
everything will be easier. You know, you'll, your, your life will be a little easier and you'll only pay 5% more. Th- that never worked. <laughs> I had to save them 5% or 10% or whatever. Year over year, by the way. Right. Yeah. So then when I brought them, now, by the way, we typically did that, but they, sometimes I would tell my customers the wind was at my back, the market, the market's helping, right? But if I didn't do that, the the problem is, what are you going to do? Change three PLs again? Go and go and sell the boss? Hey, that you know that enormous enormous hassle we went through last year, all that disruption. I want to do it again because Joe lied to me. They didn't lower my cost; they raised it slightly. And the boss says, really? So now what do you want to do? I want to go to another 3PL. It's going to save me money. That, to me, that first off, you've made an enormous investment in time and effort and maybe money. And you've disrupted your whole supply chain to get that savings. That's a problem. I'm better off to use something. So if you have your own transportation management system, and you said, I integrated it now with Emerge, I don't have to do anything. I'm, I'm controlling the system, the whole process myself. And I don't have to make that gigantic commitment to a 3PL, get their software. I'm still using my TMS. Life is good. And again, that's that's the problem with the, the 3PL model a little bit is that same with warehousing. Once you're there, you're kind of there. You can't make a big move because it's too disruptive. Well, I, and if I may, I think the key piece that we're talking about here is technology is great. I, st- I think the number is still 70 plus percent of shippers don't have the appropriate technology that that's crazy that they that they really need to drive their business. The butt of that is the IT resources that companies have today is so limited. They're like, we don't have time to integrate any kind of tech. We know what we need, but we just block and tackle and make it happen because I don't have any retort. I don't have any IT folks. The IT guys right now, they're doing and ladies are doing ERP integration. They're doing this. They're doing payroll, whatever. They just don't have time. There's not enough bodies to do the integration. So what, what we understand that at Emerge, and one of the things that's been so cool about our tool is there, that integration is, is seamless. There's, there's no really resources that's needed. Now, I know that there's shippers that use procurement tools today that pay heavily for the companies that do procurement and say they do freight procurement, they do it for them. All right. Their, their engineers are doing it and they pay dearly for that. But think about the decisions that the engineers of those freight procurement companies are doing. They're, they're acting in your behalf to tell you what they think based on the data. And I realize, and I realize that the companies can look at that data and, and help them make the, the final decision on the awarding. But wouldn't you as a shipper want to, to see the as it moves through the cycle to then make the decisions without somebody doing the pre-decision for you to make the final decision. So the coolness of our tool is as it's working, you're, you're, you can make those decisions at a lower level and then let somebody higher up make the final decision on who you're going to award to. And we have an onboarding group, a pilot group that does the first for you, they make sure that, you, that your team fully understands how it works, what it looks like. They run the bid and then they go, do you feel pretty good about it? Because if you don't, I'll run a few more for you. And then when you're good to go and then you start running the bid, if you have any issues at all, there's a 24-7 support. Ah, I forgot to log in. I can't remember what this button does. Listen, an old guy like me learning new tricks and I can actually demo the tool right now if you need me to. So I feel pretty good that it's so easy and intuitive to use. So the whole key there is limited resources. And like you said, that integration a lot of times confuses and and really ties up people from wanting to like make that leap of faith to to do something. For us, it's just, it's, it's so simplistic. There's no resources needed other than somebody on your team being trained on how to use the tool. They can set the bid up and 12 clicks and, and, and get it and get it going. Yep. So it seems to me like a no brainer in this regard is if, if I'm a shipper, it's free. I never pay anything. All I do, I, I gained a brand new tool to get capacity and, and to do bids. Life is good. If I'm a carrier, it's it's not free. Well, I tell you about it, it is free. It might be marked up, but it's here's the difference. I could go to a broker or a 3PL that is really 
adding a lot to that. So I gave them a price and they marked it up and you could say, well, you didn't lose anything from that, but it's not, most carriers don't like the idea that, you know, they're, they're negotiating with a, with a broker or a 3PL and that broker and 3PL saying, nah, Dave, you got to get, you got to come down. You're way out. You're really out of bounds here. And then they're making a thousand bucks on that. And they're, they're going and banging the gong in the office and the, the sirens come on, everyone's celebrating. And that doesn't help the shipper. That doesn't help the carrier. When we get to a place with a marketplace, that's where we really are taking the friction out of this. And we're also taking the high costs out. You guys make a little bit of money on when we use your carrier, but it's, it's, it's 10%. It's not that, it's not that big bite where, again, we, we have a little bit of a lack of alignment in this thing. And it's similar to what we used to have with stockbrokers. Stockbrokers, it was in their best interest to do transactions. We got rid of those guys. Why? Because the transaction costs are too high. So as technology does more and more of this work, you guys recognize that your technology companies say, we still got to pay for our technology, but we don't need, we're not, we're not, your business model isn't out of alignment with shippers and carriers. To some extent, broker models can be that way. We, we have a vested interest if you're a broker to say, I want a big fat number in there. And by the way, I've done that. There was nothing wrong with what, and, and people are doing that today. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you're in it, right? Yeah, well, well, well stated. And I think that uh, the ease, ease and that conduit and communication to both shippers and carriers being streamlined uh, is the freshness that we bring. So it's not, uh, it's, it's not all um, clunky and um, difficult to, to, um, to navigate. We want, we, want, we want it to be very simplistic to navigate both on the care side and the shipper side. I think we've made just that. Yep. So Dave, I'm going to summarize this a little bit and then I want to get your final thoughts on it. And then we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about how we reach out to you guys. So today's topic is the freight marketplace. And we're talking to Dave Maddox from Emerge. And what Emerge has created is marketplace. And it is a system that I can use as a shipper for free and I can do all my RFPs. And what you guys have found is over time, rather than doing an annual RFP, since it's simple enough to use it, you say they're doing these events all the time, you know, quarterly, even monthly based on projects because the project isn't difficult. So they're doing that a lot more often, which is, I think more RFP events is better for everybody because as a, as a shipper, You've taken the cumbersome nature of it out, but for carriers, I think it's better because I don't have to. I don't have to guess what's happening a year from now. God, God help the guy who today <laughs> has to say, "I think COVID is over, and I think this Ukraine thing is going to go this way, and I think gas is going to." Co- what are they, mind readers? I mean, it's it's an impossible task, mind reader. They can't tell the future yet. They have to. They have to create prices for it. So. It's good for shippers because, again, it's a free free thing. I think it's great for carriers because it gives them access to, to good shipper freight. And uh, you don't have to worry about a broker making a fortune on you. Uh, it's access to freight that you wouldn't normally have an opportunity for. And I think what's interesting is you guys being a billion dollars, it's a humongous company. I mean, managing a billion dollars worth of freight, that's fantastic. $20 billion. That means basically the whole market. You're seeing the whole market. I mean, at that point, that's invaluable. So, so I, as a carrier, I know if I'm being underpaid on the lanes I have. And as a shipper, I know if I'm overpaying. If you used it for nothing other than that, and again, it's free for shippers, free for carriers to look and uh, chase the business down. Correct. Final thoughts. <laughs> well, from that, for me, it's it's more realistic. So as I'm moving, my business is ever changing. It's tools that are real time tools. It's not something that I'm throwing out as a yearly bid and, and guessing that my carrier is going to execute upon that for the whole year, good and bad. It's just, it's a realistic, realistic way quickly to be able to, to drive your business contractually move your business and then have some spot as well if you need it because something fell off or, Hey, I've got a new customer. I need to get it done. And Hey, I don't have a TMS. Can you, you know, can you use that tool to then get it out to the, to the carrier and and then get track and trace on it? Yes, we can, we can do all that for you. And so it's just a more realistic business environment for our shippers and for our carriers. I mean, point, point blank. It is. 
yeah, again, I think I've said it before on my podcast. I'll say it again. When I was young, which was many years ago at this point, there were stockbrokers and stockbrokers were out there. And what they did is they would say, you want to buy a stock, Dave? It's 300 bucks. You bought $10,000 worth of stock. I charge you 300 bucks. And then I call you in a month and say, Dave, you need to sell that. And you say, yeah, Joe, I agree. And I, I charge you 300 bucks. <laughs> and where'd those guys go? Well, what, where they went was Schwab came around. And then after Schwab came around, that was when they deregulated. And then the tech guys came around. Now, if you're going to buy a stock, you could buy a stock, no transaction fees, sell a stock, no transaction fees. Technology came in and took out that massive cost in the middle. By the way, stockbrokers didn't go away. They just became financial planners. They added value in a different way. So I think that gives you more opportunity to kind of get if you if if you're in the a broker now, your job is going to be more and more. Technology is going to do your job. You're, they're going to do that middleman job, and I think. But you need a user friendly technology tool, right? Right. That, yeah, and none of it works without a, a, a good technology. And again, I think this is this is the emerge emerge. Wrong. I don't want to use that word for this. This, but there's a new model developing. The the freight broker in the middle. They'll be there, but you're going to have to find different ways to add value because companies like Emerge are doing that connecting. <laughs> you know, when I worked at 3PL, I was in my 40s and I'd come from automotive. And I remember the owner saying, well, we uh, shippers don't know how to find carriers. Then they don't want to negotiate with carriers. And I was like, well, there's the Internet. <laughs> and it was kind of shocking for me coming from outside the industry. What do you mean? They can't find them. I'll go online. I'll, I'll find carriers, and I realize there's some truth to that because not all carriers want it all all freight. Well, I think that one of the things that's in our tool that's that's cool is it it allows you once you get everything back from your carriers in terms of the rates for you to then run constraints and run different rules scenarios before you make that final decision. It you'll you'll see what the freight spend is going to change, but just it it gives you that that. Uh, capability to to kind of control your business maybe I want to be risk aversive or not and then but but the coolness of that is I can run the same bid again in another month and I and when I go into the tool to run the same bid all I got to do is hit the duplicate button I don't have to recreate everything it's all right there all I got to do is change the dates of the bid but all the lanes are right there I just duplicate the bid and then I can run a different constraint or a different scenario to say, you know what, I'm going to add a few more brokers in this time versus asset. And I'm going to lower my freight spend because I feel a little bit more comfortable about the number of at, uh, network partners that I have and Emerged Marketplace has to be able to uh, help me drive that freight spend. So more bids, free to run, and uh, and the capability within the tool to, to do various various scenarios and, and capabilities to, to see what the heck I'm going to do and what my end result's going to be quickly. Excellent. So Dave, let's wrap this bad boy up. So who's the sweet spot for you guys? Who are you guys working with and who do you serve? Who's your main markets? Well, I, that's a great question. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're all about all shippers. I'm on the enterprise side. So we're talking to companies that had $20 billion of the freight spend and above, but we're doing business with, with, Every shipper there is that has, you know, some kind of complexity, some kind of need to be able to contractually get business done or, hey, if they've got some spot loads, I need to be able to get them out. I need to find, you know, can you guys help me with some additional carriers for that? Yes, we can. Hey, I need to be able to tender to them. Hey, I need to find out if they accept it. And wouldn't it be cool to be able to follow the load from start to finish, which we do, and we tie it either to the ELD or we tie it to their GPS mobile device as they're moving, so you can see what the heck's going on. And when so your customer, you can get you can let your customer know if there's some kind of problem before your customer goes, "Where's the truck?" Now you can, you're building a better relationship with your customer. So yeah, we've got that. We've got that for sure. Excellent. So you work with the, that's on the shipper side. What about on the carrier side? Yeah, I mean we've got carriers that have one truck, and we've got carriers that have got a bunch of trucks. And so I, I think it just to me depends what they're looking for. Are they looking for the big guys? You know, on the shipper side, I didn't talk about the verticals, but we're we're, we're we don't discriminate in terms of the verticals that we do business with. Everybody has a need if they're shipping freight, and so it, and, it, and whether again whether it's a low freight freight spend or a very high freight spend, the system 
works with everybody. Again, doesn't discriminate. It works well for anybody that's got any kind of complexity. I talked about the modes. It's truckload now, but we're going to move to other modes in the future. LCL, FCL, AIR, LTL, but it's truckload specific now. But there's, as I said, there's $800 billion. So I'm sure there's a lot of shippers out there that need this tool on the truckload side to be able to, you know, to find more, uh, find more contracted carriers and, and get the business moved. Excellent. Excellent. So you guys going to be at any of these conferences coming up? We are. I'm actually going to be at the Florida Supply Chain Conference in Tampa next week. The week after that is Modex, which is I know is a little bit more warehouse centric, but I'm going to be there. So look me up. I'm on LinkedIn. Shoot me a connection. My email address is dmaddox at uh, emergemarket.com. Look at our, our website. It's powerful, emergemarket.com. Uh, we'll be at Freight Waves Northwest Arkansas uh, at their conference, and we're going to be a, a big player there. And that's going to be in May on the 9th and 10th. And then uh, CSCMPs in September. So yes, we got to we got to make people aware of who we are, and so we're gonna we're gonna try to brand it and hit hit the hit the ground with all of our our faces and and uh, and be able to demo the tool when everybody anybody ever needs it virtually or in person. Excellent, excellent. Well, I I, I would like to get to the uh, I want to get to that freight waves event in Northwest Arkansas. I'm also going to be at Manifest. I know you guys were there last year, and I know you'll be there again in January. We were at Manifest. What? You know, in January. I did not. I did not know about it. But then I talked to uh, Manifest. I was like, I never even heard of them. But uh, they had a good conference. A lot of people seemed to go. The, a lot of people on my podcast. And I was like, Well, you know, I'm here in Michigan in January. I don't want to go to Vegas. You know, what's, <laughs> what's there? <laughs> do you have freezing rain? I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, Dave, what I'll do is I will put a link to your LinkedIn profile, link to your website, anything else you guys give me. I'm, I'm going to ask Brielle, if you guys have it, I would love to get like a demo that we, like a video demo that we can put in the show notes. So thank you. Thank you so much. Again, I think this is a, I think this is a no brainer where you guys are heading. I mean, I just love what you're doing. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And again, we just got to get the, the word out and, and let people know the coolness that we got. And, and gosh, it's free. So why not take the opportunity to test the market and see what it's about and run a bid and see how, that we we do have the right people to onboard it and pilot it and uh, and it's quick and easy and intuitive. So why not take a chance to do that, especially if it's free? Exactly. Thank you so much, Dave. Appreciate you taking the time. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joe. Take care. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, onward and upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversation with experts in the logistics field. For more details, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com or follow Joe Lynch on LinkedIn.